Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello and welcome back to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. So today, we'll do the second of two parts in a series on kid fears in grown-ups. Last week, we talked about separation anxiety, which affects more than 1 in 15 adults, but no one ever seems to talk about it. This week, as kids, most of us were afraid of dogs, clowns, or things that go bump in the night, but for a lot of us, childhood fears never wore off. And that's not just inconvenient, it's potentially embarrassing. Thankfully, phobias are some of the easiest fears to vanquish. Now, anyone who's ever been a kid, which means all of us, with the possible exception of oddly ageless celebrities like Cher, remembers their childhood fears. So what was it for you? Maybe you were afraid of your closet, thunderstorms, or the neighbor down the street who was so old he might still owe Fred Flintstone a few bucks. For me, I distinctly remember going to the circus as a small child and bursting into tears when approached by a clown. He wasn't exactly Stephen King's it, but I think my fear still made sense. When we're little and already wary of strangers, why would we giggle with delight at the strangest looking stranger we've ever seen? Okay, so thankfully, our childhood fears go the way of our favorite blankies. But surprisingly often, childhood fears stick around well into adulthood. Maybe you got bitten by a dog or stung by a bee and have freaked out at the sight of them ever since. Or maybe your fear has evolved, but fundamentally stayed the same. So for example, a childhood fear of monsters may have morphed into a fear of burglars. How many locks are on your door? A fear of strangers may have turned into social anxiety. Or a fear of doctors and dentists may have, well, may have stayed a fear of doctors and dentists. In an excellent example, listener Oliver wrote in to say he's an adult who's been afraid of the dark all his life. As a kid, his parents just told him to get over it, which of course is never helpful, and now his fear has continued into adulthood. For Oliver, fear of the dark means lousy sleep quality from sleeping with the light on and not being able to drive at night without feeling terrified. So, what should you do if, like Oliver, you have a lingering childhood phobia? Or one that sprung up on your adult life, like a boogeyman jumping out of a closet? Well, first, know that you're in good company. Nearly 10% of people will, at some point in their life, have a phobia that gets in the way of living their life. And this means way more than just making your partner kill the spider in the bathtub. This means not being able to take a job that requires using an elevator to get to your office. Or not being able to travel by plane, which means never seeing a Hawaiian sunset in person. At Capella University, 
you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches Podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen. Okay, now, if you've been foiled by a phobia, know these four things to finally face your fears. Number one is don't beat yourself up. Most phobias make sense. Blame evolution, not your character. Pretty much all phobias come from deep in our evolutionary history. For our listener Oliver, fear of the dark makes sense. We're more vulnerable in the dark because we can't see approaching danger. Fear of severe weather is probably rooted deep in our brain because being exposed to the elements would leave us vulnerable to hypothermia or worse. Snakes or spiders could be poisonous. Mice spread disease. The caveman part of my three-year-old brain probably thought the clown at the circus was an unhinged or unpredictable person and therefore dangerous. Even phobias that don't make sense on the surface are likely a few degrees away from something rooted in millennia of evolution. Number two is, in the same vein, it's not a blow to your character. A lot of people with phobias think their fears mean they're weird or weak or bad. I once worked with a young man who was afraid of burn survivors. He felt ashamed about his fear and was terrified he would make a burn survivor feel bad by reacting with horror or disgust to their scars. He was a caring, conscientious person, and we decided he probably tried to avoid survivors in part because he cared deeply about not hurting their feelings. Okay, well, what happened? Well, he became a connoisseur of videos made by burn survivors on YouTube, and we capped off our work by discreetly hanging out in the waiting room of a hospital burn center. Notably, he later went on to apply to med school and, to get to one interviewer's office, had to walk through a hospital inpatient burn unit, which he did with grace and comfort. In short, a phobia doesn't mean you're weak or irrational. It just means you've been avoiding whatever it is you're afraid of and therefore are short on practice. Which brings us to tip number three, which is start slowly. How to vanquish your phobia? In short, practice facing your fear. But you don't have to fly a kite in a downpour to get over your fear of lightning. Instead, you can start slowly. So I once worked with a woman who was so afraid of snakes, she didn't even like to say the word snake. So we started there. She said the word snake hundreds of times until she got bored. Then she wrote the word snake until she got bored. Then we looked at pictures of snakes online, then YouTube videos, and then we went to a pet store. 
The point is that she didn't have to lock herself in a plane with Samuel L. Jackson and hundreds of vipers as a first step. For working on your own fear, start with something that makes you a little uneasy, but not pee in your pants scared. Then do it until it's boring and move on to the next level. And tip number four is don't just wait for it to be over. Your phobia has persisted like a bad midwinter cough because you try to steer clear of whatever it is you're scared of. So when you face your fears, make sure you're not covertly avoiding the experience. For example, if you're claustrophobic, it won't help to ride an elevator but stare at your phone the whole time. Instead, be present when you face your fears. Don't try to distract yourself, like counting the seconds until it's over or whistling a happy tune. Instead, focus your attention squarely on what you're afraid of. It's not comfortable, but wait it out. Eventually, three things will happen. One, you'll experience that nothing bad happens. Two, you'll find you can handle whatever it is you're afraid of. And three, your brain will get bored. So a quick note, if you're a parent, consider working on your phobias for the sake of your kids. Phobias often run in families. And anxiety in general has been shown to be genetic, but specific fears are often transmitted by modeling a certain behavior. Kids learn by watching you. So if you stand on the table and scream whenever you see a cockroach, it's likely your kids will too. Okay, so let's put it all together for our listener Oliver. First, be nice to yourself. Of course, this has persisted because you didn't get any guidance or support around it. So starting now, give that support to yourself. And then take action. Practice. Gradually shift from sleeping with the light on to a dim table lamp. Then move on to a nightlight next to the bed, then a nightlight behind the dresser, and then no light at all. Take a walk around your neighborhood at dusk and then at night. Go for progressively longer drives at dusk, in the early evening, and then late at night. Give the darkness your full attention and rinse and repeat until it's boring. Eventually, you'll be able to sleep, drive, and live your life in 50 shades of dark. Thank you so much for making The Savvy Psychologist a part of your life. Never miss a thing when you sign up for the newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com newsletters or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also listen on Spotify, follow on Twitter at QDT Savvy Psych, or like on Facebook, where there are always links to episodes no longer available on iTunes. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and The Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Details of the clients I mentioned have been changed to protect their privacy. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you all next Friday for a happier, healthier mind. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. 
So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches Podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.